previously on Box Cutters. He did try to feed the other day. He had a look at it and went... No, no, no. no. Eat the fucker's line. He's got nipples. He can milk. He tried to feed himself. (laughs) (laughs) Still on this one? Oh, my God. From watching Matt's porn. We were were at the zoo and... um, No, no. Oh, good God. (laughs) No, I was at the zoo watching the Nico case at Zoo Twilight. He's just ripped his shirt off and there's heaps of people there and he's just gone... Try to have it. See You've got a great baby. At what point do you realise that perhaps you have to bring in medical, mm-hmm. uh, psychological care for him? <laughs> no, it's fine. At what point? Oh, it's, no, we're not there yet? Yeah, you know, it's fine. Oh. Check it out. Of course you're going to check it out. You're going to check these things out. You want to see, you know, when you're mm. young, you go, well, maybe I thought I could speak to Nani when I was a kid. Go Waking up the next day, go, all right, today's the day. We're going to chat. Me and Nani. She didn't talk back. Good evening and welcome to Box Cutters episode 364. It's red and angry. My name's Brett Cropley in the studio for this episode. To my left, Marion Blind. Hello, Internet. Lauren Rosewarn coming in for a co-hosting mm-hmm. little, little visit we just had We had so much fun when she was in last year that I was like, can we get Lauren back I set a standard please, for quality Brett, please, for the show. <laughs> please, can please, we? Please. And also also kind of makes it a little bit sexy. Which, yeah. uh, I bring it's, it's the, good, she brings yeah, the sexy. I bring the sexy. And everyone's favourite Dave, Dave Lawson. Mm, we? Hello. Hello. He's I a bit Frenchy today. I said that in. Uh, I, said, I tried to have a crack at French. And you're French wearing a beret. <laughs> and you've got the baguette. Yeah, in the your baguette. Back. He has a baguette. Because uh, we're, we're, we're going to be talking about the return, the French series um, that's on our TV screens at the moment. Which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that later. I won't say what I thought yeah, about I don't it until we talk about it later. But uh, funny, in in France, I only went there for three days and came back with an accent. But they Where? do. People do have baguettes. And berets on and their bicycle. Stripes. It's, it's true. It actually, I couldn't believe it. I saw it about and three or four times. Went, oh, that, they're come paid on. by, you the, must go- be they're paid you must by be. the government, though, to do that. <laughs> they are. Around the hotel the right. thing. Okay. They also hate everybody. Did you notice that? No, just me. No, I found them. I thought that it was such a... <laughs> you hear all these things like, oh, no. But it's the, uh, such a friendly bunch of people. Right. You they just, call them on The Simpsons the Surrender Monkeys. <laughs> the cheese, cheese-eating Surrender, surrender Monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I was in Lyon. The people of Lyon did not like me. Really? Well, because Lyon's not like a super touristy town, so they're not used to people going, I don't know where I am. Can you help me? Excusez-moi. I don't have 3G. I've got nothing. Did you Did know. you take a bit of Marion to France with you and go, hang on, <laughs> maybe if you could speak English, it might make it a little bit easier for us both? No, I was like, I was saying, uh, I, I learned, please, thank you, yes and no, in every, every like for every language, everywhere I went. Yeah. But, uh, and everywhere else, but they seemed to be all right with that. Also, everywhere else, they thought I was one of them. But France, no. No. I don't look French. I, like, I can pass as Spanish, I can pass as... You and you know, I have this, though, like that everything. wherever we are, we're I mean, the every I'm an, I'm an every woman, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, every woman. Well, they thought that I was, like, Puerto Rican yeah. as well, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm all sorts of shit. That, and that people have thought I was Malaysian as well. I can... Yeah, I can... I'm, uh, whatever. So you can't blend in France? Not in France, no. And that's why you don't but like But this clothes. is great. When I, so I, I, I got out of Lyon Airport and I was walking out. I was just following, like, the corridors and the other people getting off the plane. I'd come from... I don't know where I'd come from, another country. And, um, and then I end up, it's like the middle of the night, and uh, all of a sudden I'm in a car park, and there's this guy sitting on a suitcase, a French man, in a beret, and, um, and he's smoking, of course. And, uh, and I went up to him and I go, uh, excusez-moi, 
do, do you know, um, is there a, a customs like desk or something that I have to go to? And he goes, well, I do want to custom. And I said, well, because I've come from another country. So like in every other country I've been to, there's been a lot of questions. Why are you traveling alone? You look a little bit Middle Eastern. Are you whatever? Um, are you a terrorist? And, and he said, um, you had the kapak. So why do you care? You're said, out. Well, well, I just think, does, does someone not want to stamp my passport? And he goes, nobody cares. Welcome to France. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> I was like, okay, I love you guys. This is great. They don't care. So the return is nothing like that, though. No. <laughs> All right. I'll just do a radio <laughs> TV podcast. TV. That was a good segue. <laughs> Thank you. What's on the, what, what else is on the show? Uh, we've got so, seven minutes <laughs> crashes. Right, right. Uh, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. Well... Maybe it, don't. Maybe don't look forward to that. Uh, we might take a bit of a look back at uh, at a review that we did some years ago here on Box Cutters for uh, Peep Show. Last last week, uh, just organically, the terms number wang and wanganum came out randomly, and I think that I think that new listeners will have uh, will have missed out on on these uh, kind of former great shows that, that Pe- Peep Show is one of my like top three all time favorite shows, and Mitchell and Webb. I'm obsessed with and when I went to the UK I my plan was to stalk uh, David Mitchell Mm -hmm. find him and have him fall in love with me and marry him but unfortunately, he met some chick at a party, like literally a few months. It didn't months. seem like any flaws in this. Plan a few mu- it, it could. It was completely possible. A few months before I went, I got there. He met some bird, and then they got married. And what? That could have been me. I feel like it could have been me. I could have showed up at the party. I could have been intriguing. The only thing you can do now is go and break that up. No, and no, try no, again. no, no. That's effort. That's the, that's and boil the their effort. rabbit, that's their pet the, rabbit. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the important thing. part. Yeah. I'm not single or white. Right. Is the problem. So we're going back to Peep Show. How, how far back in the vault is this? Oh, this is back in uh, the 100s of uh, Box Cutters. So it's a bit dusty so, still. The uh, oh, yes. It's a bit dusty. It is, is it on dusty. tape? It's, it, it is on tape. tape. It's on single. It was, it was actually on reel-to-reel. <laughs> right. um, what, I, what I had to do was uh, was find, obviously, a reel-to-reel player. As I was recording, it to the computer um, and and the reel was going around mm-hmm. the, the magnetic stuff was actually falling off the tape right was, I, I should have baked it obviously no. okay, before I did that to kind of soften it up and make it more mm. malleable so it didn't come off the tape sure. but I did get to capture that little magic bit of, of review and so box cutters has kind of come to this point where review has come to come mm. kind of full circle to things you may have missed. So we'll hear that later on. We will hear that later on. Uh, are you, have you got some news for us at any point? We do have oh. some news because, as always, <laughs> let's it's kick things time. up with the Box Cutters News. First up in the news, let's talk about some death. Harold Ramis, who you probably know mostly from Ghostbusters, mm. passed away over the week. He did primarily kind of some directing stuff in TV, and so mm. I thought that uh, we would touch on on his work. It was, I believe, around about the age of 69. Oh. 69. It's really was sad. He was an amazing creator, and uh, there's been lots of really lovely tributes online. What got him in the end? Complications of autoimmune inflammatory vasculitis. Oh. Or a poltergeist. Mm, too soon. Too soon. He crossed oh. the beams. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Cross the streams. Stop that. Which is it? Is it streams or beams? <laughs> I was Can I genuinely thinking, oh, that sounds... How, 
You, know, you, you really did look at oh. me as though I was giving a proper diagnosis. <laughs> think, yeah, I wonder if I've got that. That was a, a surprise to everyone then, I imagine, that it came on suddenly. Did mm. it? Yeah. It says it's a rare disease that involves swelling of the blood vessels. As well as Ghostbusters, what else is he known for? Groundhog Day, Caddyshack, wow. uh, Was he an actor in that? Animal House. Acting yeah, he was in, he was in um, He was in Caddyshack, wasn't he? Did he have anything else in if the pipeline? Was he, or was he retired from his directing? Anyone? Anyone? Would you stop asking questions that we don't have the answers to? <laughs> no more questions? Um, Just stop, yeah. Dave. Permission to approach the bench? <laughs> he, was, he was involved with the sketch show Second City TV or SCTV, which is a comedy group in Canada up there. This is also where uh, Elwood. No, Jake. No, Jake. Elwood. Uh What's his name? Dan from the Blues Brothers. Uh, isn't it Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. yeah this is, this is <laughs> Who's Dan involved in Oscar, um, vodka production? Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's the Skullshead vodka guy. And he's also... Oh, and his dad is a ghost investigator. He, and he Seriously. is um, a UFO yeah. nut. Yeah. Like, he, he's a believer. He's a believer. A firm believer. And there's a great um, documentary. I think it's it's one of on YouTube movies or Google movies. Type in Dan Aykroyd and UFOs, and he sits there smoking cigarettes and talking about how UFOs exist. It's quite, it's quite fascinating. Do you know what Ramis Harold did Ramis. more recently that was really popular was analyse that. Uh, did he or direct that? Then analyse that was probably not as popular as analyse this. Am I right? Was analyse that <laughs> the awful follow-up to analyse this? As though analyse right, this right. wasn't that great. He wrote analyse that. Mm. Was that a Billy Crystal vehicle? No, it oh. was Robert De Niro. De Niro. Oh. And Crystal. And Crystal was the therapist. Was it? Oh, mm. uh, right. Uh, he did Bedazzled. Was no, no, wasn't <laughs> not him. Different he Billy Crystal you're thinking about. Um, he did write Extreme Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters, mm. which went to telly. It sounds like something on the Discovery Channel. They, he wrote them, directed them. Wrote. Wrote. Yep. Wrote. Yep. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, Taking what he could from the cachet Let of Let me tell you what he acted in. He acted in lots of things. As good as it gets, he was Dr. Betty's, and he was in, well, he was the neurologist in Groundhog Day. He was in, obviously, Ghostbusters. He was kind of a bit of uh, that guy, really. He wasn't a leading man by any, mm. any means. High Fidelity. He was Rob's dad in High Fidelity. So, I forgot you know, that. Kind of corollary to right. the, the main characters. And you go, oh, they, oh, there he is again. Okay. There he is oh, again. Well, that's very sad. We mentioned last week the AFP raiding the Channel 7 officers uh, looking for evidence over the paid deal with Chappelle Corby for an interview. Channel 7 have now taken the AFP to court and are threatening legal action if they don't get an apology. But isn't there something dodgy going on where they can't air it now because the... Well, the Indonesian yeah, the legal Indonesian system legal is, is saying that, that it's gonna they won't allow Chappelle to... It's going to breach her something or other. Yeah, because yeah, she's out on parole. She's not right. She's not free-free. Right. So uh, Sunday night this week, had to go with the B-stream with the uh, interview with Mercedes Corby. And, wow. And only got uh, around <laughs> about get one million... You can get Chappelle. You can get Mercedes. <laughs> and they only got uh, one million viewers for that. So. Wow. And uh, there's, there's a lot of... And know, that's three talk. weeks worth of villa stays for Chappelle because it's $5,000 a night that the villa is costing what? that Channel 7 are picking up the tab for. Whoa. So three weeks of the villa, my maths indicates, we're getting close to $100,000. That's a dollar a viewer. Yes. Wow. Mm. No, but I mean, could there be other ways to get viewers besides... <laughs> You could have and she's a still chicken in, the villa. in a in a in a tuxedo dancing to La Bamba and get I reckon more viewers than that. You don't think Channel Seven just bought a villa 
10 years ago when, when they realised that they would have a lot of the <laughs> They're going to have to harbour crim- like, potential. This villa has everything. They serve pizza, get massages. It's, it's everything. This villa is has that, everything. Does that include a uh, minibar? Hmm. What do I have, have to, to do to get in this villa? You have to smuggle, smuggle drugs in a boogie board. <laughs> <Yeah. bag. laughs> Just hang out in an Indonesian prison for almost a decade. And, uh, uh, right. Channel 9 have announced that uh, Love Child, their current uh, period drama. Mm-hmm. It seems to be popular. People uh, watching it. It's yeah. on at the moment. Yes. I, I haven't seen it. it. I, haven't um, seen it. I, think, I think maybe a couple of episodes have gone to air mm-hmm. so far. It's, it's set in the 60s. It's about a young girl Fun who times. gets pregnant and gets sent off to a place where they sent pregnant young girls, unwed mothers. Where's that? Uh, King's Cross, I believe. <laughs> Right. Is this true? Well, wasn't <laughs> this that the start of the problem? Um, but it's got that beautiful girl from who was on Packed to the Rafters. Jessica Murray. Yeah, I love yep. her. She's great. Yes. But I still haven't watched it. I'm not sure how their uh, viewer figures have been going on that, but Channel 9 have r- announced that it's been renewed for a second season. Oh, I, good. Um, am, I, am I too cynical to think that maybe Channel 9 aren't getting as many viewers as they thought they would, and so this is just a media release that's gone out? Telling everybody it's fantastic, it's so great, it's going to get another season. And if everybody stopped watching it, would they actually? What's going on? Was there a million though? It was more than a million. Is that what they were getting? Do you know? I'm pretty sure it must have been over a million. Over a million. Was it getting close to two? I remember reading articles that the '60s are back. I got no figures. Big floppy hats. Period dramas. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Channel 9 also uh, kind of did a bit of an experiment with this one and made it available online for pre-catch-up viewing, okay. online viewing before it actually went to air. I think oh. that was for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to drill into some of those figures, those viewer figures, and see what happened with that. And here's something you might like, Dave. Mick Malloy has, it's been announced that he's going to join Channel 7's footy team. Oh, what? So what does that, where does that leave me? <laughs> Are, are you guys doing no, something? No, I'm not out of call yet. Um, yeah, last year I was doing something for Channel Seven for their footy team. Oh, really? Yeah, really? yeah. The, the was that when they brought back? I can't even think of the name of the show. You did the bounce? No, the not bench. the bounce. Not the bounce. This was uh, Friday night football with Adam Zwa. We had a little bit of a uh, take the piss out of the the week in the media. It was called Media Street. Um, media so Street. you didn't get the call. Thanks. This is this is. Not wow, great, not he's a great, getting not a great the, way to find out. He's getting the, the crushing blow live you, no, on box cutting. No, this no, isn't the way to fine. deliver such news. <laughs> I think that's fine. Well, that's great news for Mick Muller. He's come from Channel Ten, then I believe he has. Well, uh, before the game was was axed uh, late last year by Channel Ten. Okay, um, so he was. Well, there's more crushing a, news bit as a, well. Bit of a loose end. <laughs> you didn't hear about that either. Are they playing football this year? <laughs> oh. Is Toyota still sponsoring the football? <laughs> that's really the only important thing I need to know right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. Okay. Thank you for that. This has been a bit of a tough news day for me. Wow. Dave's ready to just pack his bag and ball and go home. Break a bottle. I'm, I'm a bit of a mess. Anything. He doesn't even sense. want the ball because he's got like, anything to do with sports. No. Anything can set me off. It's <laughs> <laughs> the end of the news, bro. Hey, but we're going to do Frenchy stuff. <laughs> That's going to be just fun. Just after this, because... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. He's back. That is the Boxcutters news. Bonjour tout le monde. Bienvenue à Boxcutters. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Boxcutters. This is Toby Sullivan uh, displaying his bilingual prowess on the best TV podcast that uh, I've ever encountered. Lee Rivenall, 
is The Returned in French. It's a television drama created by Fabrice Gobert and shown on Canal Plus in mm. France mm. and Channel 4 in the UK and SBS locally here in mm-hmm. Australia. It's a an eight episode series and is actually an adaptation of the 2004 film they came back season two is coming up later this year it's a story about a small lakeside town in france in fact a dam side town in france where people who had died over decades started to just reappear they would they were coming home and and uh, this was causing somewhat of a chaotic kind of thing uh, at emotionally and amongst the towns people of the families that they came back to it's it's very mysterious and and it has a great spookiness around the whole thing about mm. how it's how it's shown and and how people react and all that sort of stuff and they don't ret- they, they, they don't return to, as your your regular run-of-the-mill zombie. zombies no they're not dripping oh, and yeah. bits coming no they look like normal oh, people they're clean what are you doing oh hang on what are you doing back here sort of and they're not even they really... They don't seem to be that aware that they've been away for all this time. That's right. So that, that, At least initially. So the first returns that we that we see come back uh, is, is actually a 15-year-old girl who's a twin who comes back to the family and, and her twin has, has continued growing, mm. obviously. And that's, and I think that scene is over, uh, probably my favourite so. when she turns up and... Mm. and there's, like, That's how you would react, I think. Yeah, that was well <laughs> set up, that, yeah. actually. But um, it's got subtitles, so <laughs> involves the reading. Forget it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I can't lie down and watch it. It like, is I have true. To... You can't do other things I at know, the same time. I know, because usually I'm, like, I have uh, no attention span at all. Mm. I'm distracted within minutes of things. And so I, you can't look away. And it is kind of, it's a lot of pressure. I had to keep pausing it to, like, check text messages and whatever <laughs> and um and i can't lie down because i wear glasses so you know i've got to like be i've got to be focused and whatever and can't lean your head on your can't lean my head on the, no, the yeah. no. if you can't read and don't speak french there's still a pretty good soundtrack to it as well from yeah the music Mar- is very it good. is it mm. is good but um I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't like super impressed. I didn't hate it, but I thought bits of it were really naff, like the butterfly cracking. The oh, come on, come on. As soon, I was into it. I was into it, and then the butterfly. I was never I, into it. it. Oh, okay. So I was going along with it because you know I'm like, give it a chance. Whatever. It looks creepy enough. I like it. And then the butterfly thing happened, and I went, "You idiots! Really." It kind of reminds me of Flash Forward. Do you remember that remember show Flash from 2010? Yeah. I watched like three episodes. Exactly. Yeah. The concept is excellent. Mm. And I think this is the same thing. The concept is great. Mm. It's the execution that I'm not sure there's enough in there to... I, I, I did the full eight episodes because such is my commitment to this to this show. Wow. <laughs> Expecting it to get, get better or... No, you, for you, dedication to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Had it just been for leisure, I would have dropped out after episode At this one. point, I'm going to say I only watched one episode. <laughs> I did the hard yards. Yeah. You got it. You, you know why? You felt Be- like you had to force yourself to watch. Uh, well, in it, it, like, as Marion said, you have to watch it, whereas a lot of TV you can do other things mm. and have it on in the background because I don't speak any French. I had to actually look and it meant it was time consuming. Mm. Such is my dedication. Mm-hmm. To this but point. can I just say that I only watched one episode because I knew that Lauren would watch the whole lot and be really I mean, insightful. I do and be really rigor. insightful with it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> or I could just I could just go under the radar and say, "Hmm, that's a very yes. interesting point you and make." Just, and after Lauren speaks, I can just go, "You know what? I totally agree with Lauren." What she said. So, what, what did you do? What, what I did like is when they turn up, because they're not like zombies, these emotions are all still there, and you wanted to, this person is still. Looks exactly like. Yeah, I dead. love, I they're, love they're that they're dead. not zombies. That, that, that's a good part of mm. it, because I went and saw World War Z, and when I saw it, no one told me it was about zombies. I hate zombies. <laughs> then I'm watching this film. They're zombies. The people I went with, I could have stabbed them to death, because I don't do zombies as a genre. And I felt, because these people didn't have the sort of zombie look, there was more of an entry point for me, because it was more like a, a drama rather yeah. than... I really And dealing like, with grief yeah. and... I like zombies. I, I'm, I'm into zombie movies, but like funny zombie movies, not like just gore and stuff. Well, know. yeah, it's not too much. There's not. There's a bit of gore. gore. A bit of gore, but there also there is a point. I don't want to. I'm not sure they're saying too much. Where it does appear like they might be changing. The the returned might be going that way. Oh. And I was interested to see how people would react. Like you've well, still got your, still your loved one, but I've I watched the whole yeah. first series. Yeah. I I really I loved it. I found it super spooky, and so and so they've come back. But even if they're killed again, so to mm. speak, they they will come back again. Mm. Which is where some of the plot inconsistencies for me came from. Is that the police in the show have already established that they don't die? So, to at which point have they established that? Well, we like, know are, that are the captain. The one, sorry, the, the okay, not the police bar. in general. The captain knows that they don't die. So then, later on, it seems quite odd that they employ the tactics they use to control this population by thinking that killing them will have an effect. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wary about getting into spoilers. Because basically, yeah, no, basically they're, just, they're, they're just locking them out in that... What was the name of the... The house? helping yes. hands? Yeah. Healing hands? Helping yeah, hands? Yeah. And there was, there, was, there was weird kind of religious stuff that was going on throughout the show as well. One of the, one of the main characters... Because the mum prayed for was, Camille to come back, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, the very st- first episode opens in a, in a religious-themed... Mm. Or at least a, a church group is hosting the support group. So we know and we see crucifixes quite throughout the show. It's a Oh, see, I didn't get that that was a church group because mm. he was a doctor. And one of the other returns was was about to get married and, and they were a couple mm. that were very, very on, on conversational basis with their, their parish priest, I guess it was, and he had a lot of knowledge about them both as a couple and, and then there was uh, further knowledge about this Corrupt police, higher up kind of guy. Mm. He was he was very definitely dodgy. Dodgy, yeah. yeah. But each episode focuses on. It comes up. We'll say Camille is. So the episode focuses on Camille and what happened before and how she got to there and why she died. I think there's there is. It is interesting too. The one you know the the couple that were going to get married. But if someone, if you'd lost someone that you were just completely in love with, and they turn up ten years later and you're with someone else, how you react to that? What happens? Do you have those feelings for them they've been dead and that's what I really liked about this that and also that they're 10 years younger so you that's know, right, he was, yeah. he was an, even he's more a young of a yeah. yeah he's the young guy she's moved on or hasn't moved on and but it raises all those social issues like you mentioned the grief and, and how you deal with these people coming back in the sense that on one hand they've died but we've all moved ahead so there's this complicated dynamics of the world which is what I thought there'd be more of and I don't think there was enough of that for my taste mm. but what it does do is have this sort of overarching theme of fear of the other which mm. horror films always have but I think in this it does it quite in a contemporary way where we've got you know real life issues of immigrants and refugees and how there's this fear of, of outsiders mm. coming in 
and wanting stuff from us. In yeah. the sense, it could be yeah. just um, relationships or integration in society. And you have people, even the church in, in, in this show, having an uneasy relationship of how we integrate these people mm. and do we want them to have a place here. Yeah. yeah. And these are the people that everyone knew in the town and people... In a small town yeah. as well, yeah. And but they're a- familiar, but they're not because they're... They've had yeah. a different experience that no mm. one else has had. Yeah. And as, as it turned out, a lot of those are kind of not actually issues. In, in a sense, the first season is almost like the first act yeah. of what we may end up, end up seeing. But um, I was irked by the young woman not being creeped out by that little boy. He's basically the oh, omen. Marion, you needed to stick with it. He's mm-hmm. the I'm going to st- oh, No, gonna in the sense more. for that, there's an answer to yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to watch yeah. more of that. But I was like, That's this Victor. kid's the omen. If I saw that kid on the street, I'd Victor. be staying Victor. right away from Victor. And also, too, that the, the way people react if, when someone turns up, I'm just imagining myself, if someone I knew had died, turned up on my doorstep, what would I do? Would I... Go straight to the. Would you believe your own vision? Well, yeah. What, what am I seeing? seeing? Am I seeing yeah. this? Is, is this made up? Okay, now, okay, they're there. They are definitely there. Someone else has seen them. Do I go to the police and say this has happened? They might take them away from me. I want them. I don't want to let them go because they're back. I can't let them go. And it also raises this issue of, which is what I again thought that the show would be more about, is what happens if they come back? They look normal. They're not zombies and mm. creeping out. They just want to be back in our society. It completely destroys the balance of what we know is real. <laughs> yeah. So, in fact, and as we start seeing this, if you're going to have a n- normal or natural disrupted, there's going to be a consequence. Yeah. And we start seeing as the episodes progress that there is a downside of disrupting what is natural. And yeah. I, I think that's an interesting concept. Even though I, I didn't really like the show, I think that's a concept I quite like. Mm. Yeah. There, yeah, I think uh, there is. For me, it did start to go in a direction. I, th- I probably preferred the first three or four episodes to the the way it started to go. But that's why I'm still interested to see what happens because it, it does leave you going, "Oh, come on!" And that final episode, or the second second last episode, where they're trying to get out of town, and, and oh, those loops. Are, hey, oh, don't spooky. say stuff like that. Well, it's not. No, well, we know <laughs> a lot of criticism of the show has actually been that the first season doesn't give you answers in a in a meaningful way. I'm not sure I expected answers, particularly when I knew that they're calling it season one. <laughs> to me, there's going to be right, needing okay. a hook. But but there's been quite a bit of time between the seasons yeah. as well. Oh, so. so is season two being aired now? No, it's coming up uh, later in 2014. And so, so, so it was only November and uh, the, that is, it went to air. Uh, uh, sorry, November 2012. And the American version goes to air yeah, in what's the next that about? couple of weeks. What's the American version look like? Oh, right. Same. It's, it's looks similar. Yeah. I've, I've seen a, a, an extended sneak peek. Any yeah. famous faces? 10, yeah. The American version looks more explicit, like the themes where we were raising grief, etc. The way Americans do it in a more heavy-handed okay. way, it seems more obvious. But it does tug the heartstrings. I was at a cinema in the US. They've been showing it as a preview before movies at the cinema. Right. In an extended version of it, it looks it looks good. Oh, great. Yeah. Who's in it? Anyone? Yeah. The father fr- read from that seventies show. Right. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm weird. pretty sure that's the only famous person okay. I recognise. Barely famous. Now with Mogwai too doing the soundtrack for this, I think there's something interesting. I might want to double check this, but they wrote, they composed the music to the first four episodes, but then later on, I think they they wrote to the composition. There's some story about they wrote the score and and then they they kind of shot around that. The music, that? yeah, I, I read that as well. I'm not sure if it's true, but yeah. it's certainly a story that's being told. It's interesting because that it, it's. 
you know, I think all sound is such a huge part of any any or film TV. But for this, it's it it is really eerie, and especially in that loop episode you're talking about, I think oh, that, it re- does that set really a irked, irked yeah. me up. Um, I really liked it. I I can't wait to see what happens. In will the, you watch uh, the American version? Yeah, I think I will. I'm keen to see what they do with it. Interestingly, they make a point in the American version of saying that the kid, t- one of the kids in it, turns up in rural China. Oh, so it, oh. it seems that, and again, it's an American versus European style where Americans give a lot of answers in films, whereas European films right. tend to be more comfortable with Gee. ambiguity. They said he turns up from rural China, which oh. is... And I wonder if that's a, a bit of a, a, a thing for the states and their paranoia about China kind of owning all their debt and, and feeling really threatened by, <laughs> as by well China as right at the moment. Potentially that, you know, that story that used to be, you know, if I keep digging, will I end up in China? That idea of it being a foreign... <laughs> On the other side of the other world. side of the world, yeah. yeah. Or you just took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Okay. Uh, we'll wait for the Australian version. and be like, what the bloody hell are you doing back here, mate? Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> you too many tinnies. Shit, mate. <laughs> no, they'd be like two guys sitting in a pub and one guy would be like, is that Darren? <laughs> didn't Darren die? Be, no, no, he didn't, dickhead. No, Darren. No, he doesn't. No, he just went to Queensland. He just went to Queensland for a couple, some mining. couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's not going to be set around Wolf Creek as they come back. <laughs> yeah. All those victims come back. Oh, gosh. God, Dazza. So that's that's the return to Le Revenant, Ooh. to give it as French. Brett, Brett got, a bit of a, got a bit Frenchy. And that's uh, currently screening on SBS 2 on Tuesday nights at 9.20. Is but, it? Uh, check, out your, check your guides, yeah. Wow. Is, do you need to watch it from the start? I think you do. I yeah. feel like you do. Yeah. You really Although do. Each episode is quite contained in terms of how that particular person yeah. originally died, and then every character is reintroduced. So I... I think if you haven't seen it, you potentially yeah. can follow it. Does it's, oh, give there's more an over. It absolutely builds yeah. upon. Mm. Yeah, and stick with the subtitles, even if you're not a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're too lazy to read, yeah. reading whatever. They're in a nice font. I think <laughs> they are actually. It is good. No, they're white. Like they are. They are good subtitles. Well, the version. They're not I in Comic Sans. I, I wasn't watching. Yeah. Not Wingdings. No. Are you, are you going to continue with it? Uh, yeah. No, I am. Just, I am. just for the good font. Because I'm a. I am a font appreciator. Now look I don't think you're going to find this hard to believe Mm -hmm. But I don't have any crushes this week Because I hate everyone and everything in the world What? What? How's that possible? uh, Well, no I, I just I've I've not really. I've actually watched a lot of television. I think I've been, you know, I've been watching Neighbours. I'm a bit upset that one of my last, one of my old crushes of the week, which was that boy from Neighbours, who I can't even remember Toadie his name. Who's in that? No, but fish. I do like Toadie. He's nice. Toadie Rebecca. <laughs> oh no, he was a boy. I don't know. He was one of my first crushes of the week, actually, on Box Cutters. Mm. And he's leaving. He's off to. Wait for it, Darwin. He's off to Darwin, and it's like this is in Darwin the show, show in the show. Real life. Darwin, oh. to, uh, who would go there in real life? <laughs> it's probably beautiful. People probably trying beautiful. to run away from child well, support. Well, let me payment. tell you, Darwin tourism oh. is getting an absolute boost from Neighbours because all the characters in Neighbours are going this, to chase this him. kid's. Like, well, I'm going to Darwin for whatever, and like Lou Carpenter is like, Darwin's great. I've been to Darwin. It's fantastic, and everybody's going, Oh, Darwin's lovely. I had a great time in Darwin. Really? I feel like Darwin Darwin Tourism has pumped a bit of money into Neighbours. Mm. I think so. Have you been to Darwin? No. 
<laughs> why, why would I have been? I'll tell you that one. If you, if, you, if you enjoy croc <laughs> stories on the front page of the paper, every NT other day, Times is it's pretty. Gold. Well, it is gold, but it is like a failure of mankind. I mean... It, oh, it's like the post. It's why it's, we're going to hell yeah. in a handbasket. this segment be changed to places Marion doesn't want to go to? <laughs> yes. Rather than Marion's crushes? Yes. For this week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you where I don't want to go. Where Everywhere. does Marion want to go this week? Downtown. Things will be great. Wow. Yeah. I have no crushes. I hate everything. Whoa. Yeah, send me flower baskets. <laughs> muffins. <laughs> Not muffins. Box Whoa. Now let's creepy. go into the vaults. Don't go down there. Now let's go into the vaults. It's time. <gasps> don't open it. Oh, what's that's that? Some oh. creepy. Why are those people living down there, Brett? These are the box cutters of, of <laughs> days past. Of y'all. Is that Josh? <laughs> yes. Josh is the only guy there. I've been wondering where John's been hanging out. John, is that yeah. John down there? You've yeah. been keeping him in the basement at Triple R. Mm. Yep, yep. Uh, let's let's listen in on, on what they were saying. Right. <laughs> Peep show. Show is uh, is a show that we've all watched a little bit of. Mm. Uh, now this one slipped by me completely. I think mm. uh, I hadn't ever heard of it until. That's it because was, you don't like uh, British comedy. Until it was uh, loosely recommended to me by a friend over summer. He he kind of said, "Oh, I've been watching this," and sort of raised one eyebrow. Not saying I think you should watch it, but. Certainly suggesting that maybe I should, but not wanting to have the repercussions if I didn't like it. Not wanting to actually say, this is good. Yes. uh, But just saying, I've been watching it. Are you aware that it exists in the world? Yes. Well, I am quite prepared to say that Peep Show exists in the world. Right. (laughs) You don't like it? That's pretty much the best thing I can say about it. Really? Really? Yes. Oh, dear. Man, I was laughing away on the couch. Me too. Here's an interesting thing, because... uh, over the summer, you both wrote uh, on the blog about skins yes. and how much you really enjoy skins. Yep. And uh, I don't really like that one much at all. Okay. Either. Okay. And uh, and Peep Show, and I could guess from watching Peep Show that you would both like it, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't like it. And I'm sick of talking about why I don't like things. Okay. I want to hear what am I missing out on? What what am I what am I not getting? That's my assumption that I'm not getting something. Well, the basic uh, a basic uh, sort of pricey of the show is it's about two losers. Uh, Mark is a nerdy worker, mm. who a forty uh, something man in a twenty something body. Forty <laughs> something is he that old? Do you think? Well, that's that's how his his attitude is. He's yeah. very conservative yeah. and he works yep. in finance and yep. And he's uh, his uh, housemate Jeremy is a wannabe muso. And uh, they're both kind of unlucky. Well, he's a bit of music. He's producing tracks and he's working with a, a uh, which sound very, uh, very uh, like ripoff prodigy. prodigy. <laughs> that first track, yes. <laughs> which is uh, you know about uh, even in two thousand and three, it was a good eight or ten years too late. Yep. Uh, and they're unlucky in love. Uh, Mark is in love with Sophie from work, and uh, and Jeremy has a thing for his next door neighbour Tori. Uh, and also has some romantic entanglements with Tony. his Tony. Sorry, and also has some uh, romantic in- entanglements with his uh, creepy best friend, Superhands, 
at one point. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to that, that edit was, that out. I think. That's too much. <laughs> that was the uh, that, that was the last episode that I saw. I saw four, was, I saw four episodes of it, and and you didn't, and you really didn't like that. Uh, no, but I did. You know what? In the not in the first two episodes, but in the second two episodes, there was a, a moment in each episode where I chuckled. Really? Just, yes, just, just that, chuckled. Just that little. And I wasn't sitting there actively trying to to not like it either. Yeah. I was sitting there. Uh, and I did. I watched four episodes. Yep, yep. Uh, and got through it, and it was really like uh, taking cough medicine. Really? Well, oh, I, I, I I put it in thinking, "What the hell is this? I've never heard of it." Didn't yep. look up anything, and was just kind of writhing writhing around on the couch when when the awkward bits were coming up, which was you know we we've seen a lot of that in oh, the office. Sorry, sorry, I lie. There was a time in the second episode. That uh, that I also thought was funny, which was the uh, the uh, Nazi heart. Yes, thing. That, <laughs> the heart with the swastika. Yes, <laughs> it's it, it's very kind of like The Office in that way. In that in that it's it's from that uh, genre of very uncomfortable, cringeworthy humour. Uh, and I think it's interesting the way they use perspective. Well, There's it's a lot it's of all, the camera's the perspective of one of the characters looking at another character. So, yep. so and, and you get the a lot of are always looking at camera. You get basically. a lot of internal monologue stuff. Yes, uh, which which alone I think is uh, the way they do it is is very very funny. Like when he's uh, depressed and he's shopping for cheese, and he's talking. Mark's talking about how the you know the world's going to end and he hates everything and uh, and and he picks up a can of tomatoes. Wow, thirty three percent off! I'm doing great <laughs> shopping. <laughs> you know, my depressed state is heightening my sense of. Oh no, it's my depressed state's making me even more frugal. I just, at, at eight o'clock on a Friday night, when all the losers shop. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you didn't like it at all? No, not at all. And and I, I, I was actually trying to stop myself from, from saying, as you were listing things that you liked about it, like the perspective thing, mm. I'm just going, tick, that's that's exactly what I didn't like about it. I didn't like the perspective thing. I didn't think it worked. You didn't like the uh, internal monologue? I didn't like the, don't like the internal monologues. I, I mean, I, I don't like a, I don't like a voiceover at the best of times. I think it's, it's lazy storytelling. Uh, and no, no, a, no! But this isn't storytelling. I mean, this is it's not a voiceover. Is, I know. This I know. Is, this is a, this is a window into the characters' minds, which is hilarious. Which I, I don't think is I don't think is that. I think their I think their actions are a lot more uh, a lot more funny than uh, than the internal monologues. I, I don't think there were any jokes in the internal but monologues. The, that the, I like. the internal monologues and the and the, and their actions go hand in hand. You, you you're seeing why they're doing these things. You're seeing why he's urinating in his uh, in, in his, his superior's buses. desk <laughs> I, uh, whilst he's explaining it, whilst he's telling you what a definitely good idea this is <laughs> that he's that he's urinating and everything. I uh, I have to say it's I mean it's it's not it's not a terror. I can see that people would like the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be convinced. But the more mm-hmm. I think about it, the more I think that there, there were bits. There were, you know, one or two bits in each of the episodes that I saw that uh, that made me laugh or chuckle or, or whatever. There was a, a great moment in the uh, when uh, the who's the 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 musical one? Superhands? No, no, no. Jess. Uh, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, goes for the interview at Mark's work mm. and uh, and then just thinks he thinks that he's uh he's either doing too badly or too well it's never really clear but he makes that stupid face yes <laughs> he's twitch and then gets into and the, have you ever tried to wash up dishes without dishwashing liquid yeah. pyramid selling but it's and, not pyramid selling 
See, but again, that's that's the actions, and the actions the actions were funny, but the uh, the internal monologue. No, no, no. But that goes hand work. in hand because he's explaining to you about the face thing. You would never have got the face thing if you didn't have the internal monologue. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's clever. And so, I if think he, but if he was just there funny. and he just pulled a funny face. You wouldn't know why he pulled a funny face. It would make no sense. There would be no joke there. There, there would be there would be other ways of telling that. I think uh, I think I think there I think there but, are other but that's ways. That's the whole concept of the show. I know. That's why I don't. <laughs> I, I'm saying, tick. I don't like. I don't like the whole concept of the show. No, I didn't recognise anybody uh, in this show from the other TV work apart from Superhands. Oh, okay, what's it, been it in? took me a while to, to figure it out because I looked him it's up. It's Matt and King. It's Matt King. Who was he based in Melbourne? He was based in Melbourne for many many years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, and has uh, and he uh, you know if you want to look at uh, pedigree, uh, one of his uh, big jobs recently was that celebrity impersonator story star, star stories. Yeah. Oh, was he yeah. on that? He was he was on that quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Really doing great stuff. <laughs> and this is this is the thing to, to me. This comes out of the same kind of uh, UK comedy area that Star Stories came out of. That's that's where where I see this. Whereas if I compare but this it was to hilariously funny. If I compare it to to something like Nathan Barley. Uh, that was just superb and and really well thought out and really well executed and uh, and just r- really clever in in every single way I can think of. And if I compare it to something like Brett, you're a big fan of uh, people like us, and uh, aren't you? No, me. Oh, you're a big fan of people like us. Sorry, I get I know the two of you confused. confused. <laughs> uh, uh, or else you're a big fan of people like us, and that's really clever and and. Robert Webb, Jeremy okay. was on people like us. Yes, too. I know. He was uh, he was the uh, blank bank teller. And uh, he was very funny in that. Uh, and there is a, a show called the Matt and Brett Show or something no, like no, that. No, well, the two uh, Mark is played by David Mitchell and Jeremy's played by Robert Webb, and they're As the currently Web, Mitchell doing and Webb. the Mitchell and Webb look, which is a sequel to their radio show, which was called the Mitchell and Webb Sound. And I've uh, I've seen a clip from from that number wang number wang number wang's gold number wang is very funny. really really funny. There was a clip for that on uh, on the TV Tonight website, which is definitely worth having a look at, particularly if you uh, have trouble understanding modern game shows. Yes, it's, and <laughs> and that was that was really really funny, and uh, I think. Uh, uh, I think it shows that they they can be funny, and there are moments in the show that show that shows that they can be funny. Moments that show that they, that they can be funny, uh, but I think the the concept is is largely flawed. Interestingly, too, they're the uh, they're the Mac and PC guys from the British version of the ads. Okay, well, that that would work very well. Which one was which? Uh, what do you guess. think? <laughs> uh, Which well, one looks look, more like John Hodgman? We'll uh, we'll have to agree to disagree because I've only seen the first series of of this and little snippets that I catch when I uh, when I turn it on on ABC Two and think no no I can't watch it but I can't turn it off either. Uh, I can't wait to watch the other f- I've three. I've watched uh, all three uh, seasons that I've downloaded and I'm, I've hopefully by the time I get home the fourth one will have come down. Uh, yeah, well I can't wait to watch series two, three, four, and five. And four's they, just finished in the UK. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to try to convince. Uh, anyone, I, I, it just—it's not for me, mm. and uh, it makes me think that I'm just maybe I'm just missing something. If you watch one thing, yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> my 
just let Dave what, go first. What, 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 hang on. What, 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 what were you going to spread what, on What are we doing? What, are we <laughs> doing? Have you heard this? Lauren's ready before? to go home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> headphones are off. Where's your headphones? Back? She's re plumped her hair. Like. What's, this, what's this thing that you're saying to one me? Thing. If there's one thing you're going to watch this week, what would you watch? That's the. If there was something the you game. wanted to recommend to, to our listeners. What would it be? I've you got, think about it while Dave yeah. goes. It can, it can be on the TV. It can be something that, that you're downloading through iTunes or your Netflix account. Or I've just started like Girls then, uh, after all this. Just well, started Girls? Whoa. Like because, season one, episode Yeah, because one? I'm not writing about anything to do with it at the moment. So mm, I thought I could watch yeah. it in a way that wouldn't be critical. Because had it been while I was writing a book that had, you know, intersections in it. Mm. Yeah, so. We need to talk about yeah, Girls. I'd, I'd love to hear your take on it because you you... <clears throat> Talk about that. Yeah. You're female. You're female. You're a girl. <laughs> but and there's a lot of sex and stuff. Mm. But this is probably a whole segment for another day. We can do this is not another one show. thing. But mm. oh, um, you'll have to come back, Lauren. Mm. Definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was like the sexiest that was thing creepy. I've heard all day. No, that's sexy for me. So, one, so girls, girls, girls. Um, and and uh, yes, yeah, so girls. Once, once you have a look at uh, season two, episode seven, I believe it is with Patrick Wilson. Okay, I watch uh, girls in spite of myself. I don't like any of them. I don't really enjoy. I don't know if I enjoy it or not. But I feel like compulsively, like I have to watch and it. And I hated Sex in the City, hated mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I was sick of the endless comparisons, good and bad. And I mm. just wanted to opt out of the whole girls thing. So I did it for a leisure activity. Mm. I didn't mind Sex in the City, to be honest. Not that I didn't like the start. And then it got kind of good in the middle and then it got shit. And then they made the awful films and stuff. I think Girls raises issues about everyone says, oh, it's more like people's lives than Sex in the City. I'm not sure you can keep being prescriptive about what is like people's lives mm. because your audience is quite yeah. broad. Also... And kids watch up. So you're going to get young kids anyway. And what young women get to live in awesome fucking apartments mm. in New York yeah. City who have no jobs mm. and their parents have cut them off. Like, sorry, but they're not living in those awesome apartments. Also... Somebody um, somebody on Facebook a couple of weeks ago put, all right, Hannah, it's time. Is that her name? Is yeah. that the makeup? <laughs> yeah. Like, right, I've been watching the whole Hannah thing. Hannah All right, Hannah, it's time to put some clothes on. And I was thinking, well, that's the whole fucking point, isn't it? The reason that um, Lena Dunham, like, m- made her character, you know, comfortable with her body, or maybe she's not comfortable with her body, but she shows her body and whatever. And she said that um, it's because she doesn't see... She doesn't see bodies on television that look anything like hers, like hers or, or even her friends or just normal people's bodies. And, and it's not gratuitous. I think that's the no. surprising. I think the sex is surprising in it because mm. of what we're used to seeing, but it's not. It's quite natural. And, and because it's not because it's not what we normally see, which is, you know, mm. big boobs and, and mm. stuff like that, it's, that's and why it's not simultaneous orgasms, which and it's film awkward. and television likes. It's awkward. Yeah. I like mm. the awkwardness and of it. And it's kinky. Mm. And the guys too. Uh, it's nice to not see to see real guys. No on the Fabios. Screen. No Fabios. You know the True. most beautiful man in the mm. cosmos. Mm. Um, Dave, one thing. Now uh, I'll say I've only watched half of this, which is why I want to watch more of it. Mm-hmm. The only reason I've watched half is because my eye view stopped playing halfway through, and I couldn't get back. I was like, no, 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 it got. You know when it does that little ABC thing, and it keeps going round and round and round and round. Like I think you give it five minutes. It's like, and then you get to this point because you think, all right, I've given it five minutes. Do I switch it off now and reset? But I've given it five. I might as well give it ten just to Sounds buffer. like you're using a Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take the tape out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the show was, and I'll also say, um, I know Adam Zwar 
and Amanda Brocci who put this all together in high wire. So it was this is Littleton, and I didn't know anything about it um, before it came on. I knew that they'd got some new people to put some sketches together, so I thought thought it was a sketch show. But I really, really enjoyed it. Well, the first half that I saw of it, really? I really it is a sketch show. It is a sketch show. But really weird about this is Littleton. Is it's not made explicit, or whatever the hell it's called, is it's not made explicit that the same actors are playing different characters. Yeah, there was a bit of a couple of times where you go, is she her or is she... I had no idea. Or or is she someone else? But still, there's some pretty... I thought there was... I thought Ronnie Ronnie was really good. Yeah. And Ronnie Chung, and... um, He's not in it much, though. Oh, I didn't... Maybe maybe I didn't get to him. And, um... There was one character that Matt... Matt O'Kine? O'Kine? Whatever his name is... He, that he did well, and then there was another one that I wasn't in love with. But overall, I didn't like it. Right. It was very much like The Wedge for me okay. to, in, in, but the in thing, one way. But the thing is that Adam and um, Amanda, Amanda are, have made amazing things, like some of my favourite shows, and they're, they're so talented and creative and... So I'm not sure, like, what kind of team, like, how it was Well, I think they made. got a lot of these comedians, and they brought their own stuff to it. So for mm. them, they were guiding and putting it together and you know so they're working with people who haven't yeah. done this before so they're not like working the de- with established the, de- the accents are just awful the first episode yes yeah mm. it was like everybody was putting on the biggest really accent they, could, they possibly could yeah i did like the guy but, with, but the, with, with the, with the cat was he talking about the cat i'll get rid of it don't worry about it yeah he was all right he was pretty don't good. say anything yeah and she's yeah. coming she's got a problem with her neighbor's cat he's like don't worry about it it's done it's finished i'll finish that she's like no i don't want you to kill the cat He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I get what you're saying. It's you and me. We understand each other. You mm. know. Mm. You know. Oh my God! You go on the like the Done. <laughs> on the ring road with the woofer and the subwoofer. Kill yeah. cat. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I, I can do it. I, look, I, 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 I didn't know. I, I knew he was making a show and it had some sketches and new people. Mm. Uh, but I, I thought it was. I really liked how they put it. together. Well, I'm not sure. I only watched the first episode and I wasn't. Um, <clears throat> I, I didn't I, because of the accent the accents was the main thing it was irking me and I couldn't stop thinking about that mm. and the strip the, the dancing instructor uh, I just found that just with the kids repulsive and unfunny but there was a funny and not I have no preciousness about children screw the children like I'm not one of those you know like oh who will think of the children nah don't <laughs> care um, <laughs> but I just thought it wasn't funny. It was just weird and awkward, and her her accent was the worst. I thought possibly, but I think there was the, there was the funny part when she's talking about something about cocks and <laughs> yeah, getting dance like you got a big cock or something there, and and then cut to the kids. Or the mum's going <laughs> right now. Nah, she's nah, teaching that children. Do you think she's teaching, teaching people adults. strip, strip yeah. oh, okay. like but pole dancing or something, and then cut to the sketch comedy is yeah. very hit and miss. And it's hard, yeah. You often get one, and this is why I tend not to watch on TV because there's often one good sketch, but you watch thirty minutes, mm. of, and then you end up having a kind of negative attitude. And but I think it makes you appreciate really good sketch comedy, which is yeah. really hard to yeah. Mm. Marion, what are you going to watch? Uh, I'm going to say Would I Lie to You because I I always like catch Which is, the... It's a panel show. <clears throat> Rob Brydon has... It's, my God, the I, set is so just gaudy and, and so bright. I don't even like Rob Brydon particularly, mm-hmm. which I know is mm-hmm. some sort of sin because everybody loves You're in him. a not like anyone mood today, though. That's true. It's true. Except for David Mitchell. So, yep. And he's on Would I Lie to You. Um but no, I, so I always either catch the start or the end of it. I never actually watch a full episode. And the last couple of weeks, I don't know, I've, I, I have insomnia and so I've been just like trying to find anything to watch. And I've been watching What I Lie to You and I really like it. It's a really good format. 
It is. It and is. it's on, I don't know when it's on. Just watch it when it you're starting. Uh, on. It's on yeah, ABC it's too. It's on all the time. Just watch it. It's great. And my one thing is uh, something that somebody kind of randomly just put me onto. It's uh, it's called Family Tree. It's oh, yeah. a show created by Christopher Guest, which is your, your Mighty Wind. Uh, uh, um, Lost Best in Show. Best in Show. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Oh. Kind of crew. Uh, Michael McKean is is in it doing an English accent. Uh, the main actor in it is uh, Chris O'Dowd from the IT Crowd. Oh, I love him. Um, and, uh, and and also from Moonboy. Um, it's it's him looking. His his great aunt has died, and she's left a box full of family kind of stuff. And and he's investigating his family tree and, and going over to the states and and following it all up. And it's really lovely. It's, it's almost like part. one of those. Um, what are those shows where they take people? It's I hate those shows. But it's it's no it's like, like who do you think you are? Who yeah. do you think you are? But it's not it's it's not about it's it's you script, know what bugs me loosely about them? What is it? You've got celebrities crying about a relative that died three centuries ago. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. How do you mourn for people you don't know? <laughs> no. And actors. you didn't know. Well, it's They're not actors. like that. It's it's not like uh, that. This is this is mockumentary. Mockumentary. Method. And but um, is he doing an American accent though? Because uh, I can't handle. No, it. No, he's not. Chris O'Dowd. No. Right. No. No. So no, it's not like his thing in girl. Uh, no. In in fact, in girls he. In accent, I think. Mm, he was in something. It was a weird accent. accent in girls. Mm. Yeah, there's a part bits in. It's shot in London and America, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So. Oh, maybe start, maybe mm, Yorkshire. So is Yorkshire, it like a co? It? Is it a co thing? Like a US? Like is it? Copro. It's it's HBO. Copro. Oh my god! It's like <laughs> so Copro. So it's on HBO. <laughs> I'm not sure where it's on in uh, the UK, but it, like it's it's quite. It's not too over the top Americanized. Mm. I've already forgotten what it's called. What's it called? Family, Family Tree. Tree. Right. I've not seen um, it. So either. check out that. Does <laughs> speaking of Chris O'Dowd, uh, Moonboy is actually in its second season right at the moment. Yeah, right. That's a little, a little beautiful little Irish. Uh, uh, TV show comedy where Martin Moon has this imaginary friend and this is Chris O'Dowd um, and it's just him in, within his family uh, in Ireland. Hmm. you got a couple of watch watches because I'm interested in Moon Boy but I still have to do Ponderland or whatever the hell it was that I was talking about last week. Hey, um, when I cast my pod it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Hey, how excited are you guys about uh, Game of Thrones coming up on the 10th of April? It is, there is so much Game I've of Thrones stuff I've never seen a out. single episode. Really? I don't do Dungeons and Dragons. What's well, not? It's not completely... I know you Dungeons like and fantasy Dragons. and stuff, though. What kind of fantasy? Mm. <laughs> well, no, I they're not the same Legitimate. Thing. No, legitimate. I thought you liked, like... No. No. That's weird. No, it's not. What you, about you? Look like you people. would. Do you like nude people? <laughs> I'm into. I'm. I'm Australia's leading perversion expert. So <laughs> I like it. Hey, hey, what do you think of uh, the nudity in uh, In Excess? Never tear us apart. I couldn't watch enough. I only watched about. Well, I was overseas for one episode. Which episode? Should have stuck with it. The second episode. Ah, oh, well, you, you know, Dave was in it. Were you? First man. He was semi-nude. No, I wasn't. It was like, I wasn't really. I didn't. Wasn't like it. Wasn't like a pivotal. The Were your nipples hinged. showing? Were like, your did nipples we see showing? The full Monty? No, you just saw underpants, white fronts, and fishnet top. That's all. Nipples. Twice. No nipples. Oh, if you through look, the through mm, the shirt, you probably freeze framed it. Maybe you could have. Mm. Yeah. And first episode clashed with Chappelle, and at that time I was being cyber stalked by the Chappelle pro Chappelle movement, so I had to watch Fair that. Enough. No, yeah. well that was. Um, 
But I only watched 10 minutes of Look, We're not here to... You're the only person in Australia that watched Well, here's the next day I had to do interviews on. Yeah, I know. So I had to do a... Mm. I still did it. Still did what? <laughs> watched Chappelle. Oh, that's right, because he was... He, but that was for comedic purposes. Okay. Lawrence was for academic <laughs> You can't call Is that this? academic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Please so, break a bottle so I can smash my wrist. So. Anyway, Game of Thrones is coming back. Uh, there's Don't touch there's my a good trailer out there, but you probably know about that if you are a fan. Hannibal. Uh, we we have spoken about Hannibal on the show previously. We we went on that. No, review? no, no. Um, it's it's you know it's about a, a serial killer. Mm. Uh, second season is uh, upon us. And uh, is going to air on NBC at the mm. moment. Uh, check it out. It was it was quite an interesting kind of season all up there. Mm. But uh, just just letting you guys know that these things are on as our box cutters community service. That's really handy, Brett. I know. I know. For people who don't have TV guides. Oh, <laughs> it's on in the states. Ben. People aren't going to know about it. Ben, it was just me. <laughs> She gets angry after like certain time of the night. It's like put her in the yeah, hatch, yeah. put her I, down the box cutters I, hatch. I think she's just over it. <laughs> yeah, put her in the dungeon. The cans came up. I've taken the news. hours ago. Wow, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was. I thought that there point. has been sort of fake endings. So I've been talking <laughs> no, about no, endings. <laughs> she's literally oh, got do, a hair bag you say, over you- her shoulder, and it's just like. No, I just I felt like we've been winding down repeatedly, and then I thought, well, do I mess my hair up again? It was like a lot of effort. Now she's throwing shit around. <laughs> you know what? Tuddy's not here. We've got an angry woman. Yeah, angry. Yeah, angry. we are T- missing. We are missing Tuddy. I'm not sure what's. We're going missing on. Tuddy and Nicola. We didn't even point out that we we miss them and we love them. Yeah, we do. I don't know about Tuddy to be fair, because he he just doesn't seem to so be. Angry. Where, well, where is not he? Angry I feel like maybe he's he's not angry anymore, and he's happy. Maybe he's like found Jesus or something. I don't think and he's he, happy. <laughs> no, no. Where was Jesus? Where would in you the find it? That's right. Mm. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. In the toast. But or he's building up rage, and when he does come back, he's just gonna explode. I think we'll have more information next week mm. on Box Cutters. So that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode mm. 364. Mm. It's been my favourite this week. Really? Oh. Yeah. Right. Okay, I gotcha. How many have you done this week? This is it. That's his thing. <laughs> that was his one. joke. Doesn't matter. This is yeah, the exactly. best one this I week. I take these compliments. <laughs> I thought Brett was saying this has been my favourite, comma, this week. As in, this week's show has been my favourite ever for all time. Not this has been my favourite show this week, in that it's the only ah, show this week. Ah, this is the week. importance of the comma. Mm. Mm. I don't want to make too grandiose a statement about it. So that brings us to the end <laughs> of episode 364 of mm. Fox Cutters. I'd like to thank everybody in the studio who have <laughs> just made the magic this week. <laughs> Marion Blythe. Lauren Rose Warren. And David Lawson, thank you. And I continue to be Brett Thank you, Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace out. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the universe, whose studios we use to record this show pretty much each and every week. The show is produced by Brett Cropley with Marion Blythe, Steel Saunders, Nicola Holiday, Chris Tuddy and the very handsome Dave Lawson. Brett Cropley records, edits and produces the audio. Peter Wilson keeps everything nicely greased up on the internet end. 
If you enjoyed this show, please spread the word. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, tell three friends, write emails, post on Facebook, start a Tumblr blog, write some fan fiction, pitch a movie of the week biopic, or even tweet about us. Everything counts. Send us your thoughts, feelings, and deepest secrets through the Contact Us form on the blog at boxcutters.net, on the Twitters at boxcutterscast, or at facebook.com slash boxcutters. Like, Tuddy's been away, right? But I was thinking, like... Oh, who can we get to replace him, We could replace like, if, him, If he right? can't come back, what are we going to do? Who do you think would be a good angry person? Um, mm, John McCall? No. Well, he's probably angry he's at me. Busy. John Clark. Marion. Uh, well, I'm always ang- I'm angry genuinely, though. Mm. Oh, we're talking about a straight man that can do angry. Is this on the... What yeah. about what about Wait, Steel's... on the machine? What about I'm Steel's cat? This? Steel's <laughs> cat's pretty grumpy. Steel's cat... Steel's cat is ri- Jerry. Jerry. Jerry yeah. the cat is He's really so grumpy. He Steel, looks grumpy. Yeah, Steel Saunders' cat is pretty yeah. grumpy. Yeah. Oh, I know who we could have. Hey. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Gutters.